You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 27. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. You guys, I am so excited because I am going to bring you another client. You guys have been so excited that I've been interviewing some of my previous clients. And so I'm like, why not continue to do it? And you are hearing this podcast on my podcast guest's birthday. So I'm so excited to introduce to you, Lena. She was my client last year and was my client from last May to last November, I believe. And her whole thing was that she wanted to lose weight for the last time by her 40th birthday, which is literally today when you guys are listening to this. So I was like, what better way to celebrate than having her on the podcast and acknowledging her hard work. So welcome, Lena. I'm so excited to have you. I'm so happy to be here. Will you give us a little intro of just who you are and how you found me and anything else? I met Laura through our mutual acupuncturist, Carla Vador. I'll plug her as well. <laughs> She's the best. Yes. If you guys are in LA, you need to go yeah. see Carla. So I'll her name and her uh, website in the show notes. <laughs> <'Cause she's the laughs> Especially if you're dealing like for me, she helped me with getting pregnant. So you're dealing with any of that. She's amazing for that. I was complaining and bitching to her that I'm doing everything possible and I'm not losing weight. And I put all this weight on just getting older, lazier, not eating right for myself. And she said, I know this woman who I think you would get along with and talks a lot about fixing some of the things you talk like you're complaining about. So let's put you guys together and see what happens. And that's how we met. Basically. Fun. I love that. Oh, that's so So cool. My kind of reason to see you though, was really that I was struggling. I was frustrated. I thought I was eating healthy and doing good for my body. And I didn't really understand. I don't want to say the science of it all, but like, yeah, all of it. I didn't really understand what I was doing. I was just doing what like society told me what to do. That's so So, good. So wait, so what did society tell you to do? Society told me to work out like a banshee. (laughs) (laughs) Me freaking too. Don't eat your carbs and count your calories and track everything that you're doing, which, which I still do though, actually, but in a different way, in a more positive way. And just to be skinny. Everything was about being skinny. Do you want to be thin? Do you want to be skinny? Do you want to lose weight? And like hearing that over and over and over. Yeah. I do think that's what society gives all of us. That is the conditioning that we get growing up in this culture. Yeah. And I think too, like my upbringing, I was always this very thin girl. I was always athletic and I always ate whatever I want. I drank so much beer in college and never gained a pound. And then all of a sudden one day I could tell you, I was like 32 years old. And I remember being like, Oh, is this what happens in your thirties? 
because all of a sudden I had what I referred to as my fun pouch and it was just everything. It was all the beers and cheeseburgers and hot dogs and pastas and everything packed on. And I needed, yeah, I was like, I need a shake up here. What's happening? Yeah. Okay. So then you were like doing everything that society told you to do and what, it wasn't working. What, what was happening? Why were you struggling and frustrated? It would work temporarily, right? Yeah. You donate carbs for a month, like your body's going to react in a way, but then the minute you do again, (laughs) all the elimination diets and the working out as you get older, it's not just about like, Oh, I have to do a bunch of cardio. No, I I need strength. I need to be strong inside, outside. I need to do some weights. I need to do it because I want to do it, not because I feel like I ate too much. So I need to do an hour instead of a half hour tomorrow or. Yeah. Like it's not, it's, you don't want it to have to be a punishment basically. Yeah. And as much as I loved working out, because I was so athletic, I, I grew to kind of hate it to a degree because it was just like, Oh, this, yeah, that's exactly, it was punishment Mm. for eating ice cream one night. Yeah, totally. So tell me about working out now. I'm assuming just because I know you, (laughs) you're still working out. What is your relationship with working out now versus how it used to be? Perfect example. Last night I got home from work and I was like, I want to work out tonight. And then I cooked dinner and I paid some bills. And before I knew it, it was 1030. And I'm like, well, I can't work out now. Like, it's too late. I want to go to bed. The old me would be like, no, it doesn't matter what time it is. You need to work off everything you ate today. Mm. And the old me, or that was the old me. And the new me is just kind of like, okay, tomorrow's another day. Yeah. We'll work out tomorrow. I love it. So you just like went to bed guilt-free. Guilt-free. That's so awesome. And felt fine today. I felt no remorse. I felt nothing. But why do you work out now? I'm just curious. Like just genuinely, like why do you work out pretty consistently now as the new you? I have my own other like medical things. I have high cholesterol. I'm pre-diabetic. Like exercise is really important for me and my internal health. That is really the driving factor for me. And then I just also feel good. Like the endorphins feel great. And even if it's like a 20 minute arms workout or a 30 minute yoga or a 10 minute meditation, like I've never done that and been like, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. I wish I didn't like do the Peloton for 20 minutes. Yeah. I wish I didn't get on the bike. That was a waste. No, that never happens. You always feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like working out for me has become such a gift. Like it's such a personal practice that I just get to enjoy instead of it being something I have to do to earn my weekend or to punish myself from like you're saying, like the bowl of ice cream, it just gets to be something that it's like on the same level for me as getting a massage or a pedicure at this rate, like it's that good. I just get to work out because I love it and I get to feel good and have the endorphins and what you're talking about too, like create longevity, create health from the inside out. It's so cool. All right. Well, okay. So you were frustrated trying to do calories in calories out. So what was it that you were seeking? Do you think, what did you tell Carla that you needed? Do you remember? 
I, I, I think I just said I need help. <laughs> <laughs> but you knew it couldn't be in the same traditional sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. Exactly. Because after you try so many things, so the definition of insanity, like you just keep trying the same thing over and over, yeah. tweaking it a little bit here and there and the same result is happening. Yeah. So I knew I had to be a little vulnerable. What does that mean? What is being vulnerable? I'm going to ask you, what does being vulnerable mean? And you're probably going to have to be vulnerable in your response. But what does that mean? Like, I'm going to have to be vulnerable. What does being vulnerable mean for you? Can I reference a a previous episode? Oh, yeah, do it. You guys, Lena is an avid listener. I'm very (laughs) excited. (laughs) I just found this out. I knew she was listening, but I didn't know she was an avid listener, like a biggest fan. So yes, reference another episode. I love it. I I listen because it helps give me these little reminders, these little refreshers every once in a while. And sometimes I skip a few weeks and then I listen to five in a row. And then sometimes I'm listening every week. But um, one of your guests, I believe her name was Serena. She talked about like money and committing yourself. Like that was her kind of background, I think. Yeah. She's like big, happy money. Her whole practice is about helping women like go from average, my life's okay to like big and happy and delicious, <laughs> which I love. You made a, a comment that really struck me about people sometimes, and I did it myself when I talked to you the first time and I was like, Ooh, that's a lot of money. Ooh, yeah. That's a lot of money. I don't know. And I, as you know, I was recently furloughed at that time for my job. And I was like, I don't know if I could do this. And then Serena made this comment of like, why would you not want to ever invest in yourself? Mm. And that to me, like totally resonated after the fact. Yeah. It like illustrated what you did, even though it was uncomfortable in the moment. Yeah. So I think letting myself be be vulnerable in like, oh, I'm going to do something for me. And I'm going to take care of me because I want to be the best version of me by my 40th birthday and not being vulnerable is not my best version. Right. And you're not getting the full me. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it wasn't working for you, right? Not being vulnerable. Wasn't getting you the result that you wanted. It's funny. I was telling somebody a couple months ago about, our partnership. And I was explaining to them, oh, I was really insecure. I had so much insecurity. And my friend said to me, that's so weird because in the 10 plus years that I've known you, I have never thought you to be an insecure person. You've always been this like very strong, independent woman. And I'm like, wow, see, I wasn't letting myself be vulnerable to my own friends to let them know that I was in pain and that I was not okay with myself. Yeah. I don't ever get a new client or even somebody that is just applying for the yummy mummy that comes to me and doesn't express that. Like nobody doesn't say, I want to build some confidence. I want to release this shame around being skinny or being thin equals good enough. There's so much in our culture that attaches good enoughness or value or worth or whatever to the number on the scale. And it's just, it's so backwards. So yeah, I mean, that was so brave of you because I do think that you're illustrating what so many women go through when 
they want to sign up for the Yummy Mummy or anything else in terms of an investment in themselves, it is scary because they're putting a lot on the line, right? Financially, even time and energy wise, right? Like we're going to be spending some time together (laughs) and overcoming this. And it is scary and kind of raw and you have to be willing to be courageous. And what I always tell everyone is like, courage isn't fearlessness. It's having fear and (laughs) moving forward anyways. Well, and it's just interesting that now in hindsight, I kind of look back and I think, was I overcompensating in my confidence with work or friendships or whatever, because I had so little in myself in other areas. Mm. So it was kind of an interesting thing for him to say to me and made me really think about, okay, now I'm letting you all in, right? So what is that experience like for you? Now you're a little bit more willing to be vulnerable, right? Like it sounds. So what is it like for you? Is that better for you? Worse for you? What is your experience of really your life or your relationship with you? It's kind of hard for me to articulate that because I do feel so much better than I did a year ago. Like when I first talked to you, I'm a better person to myself. I don't get on the scale and like freak out. I don't look in the mirror and belittle myself and tell myself that I'm ugly or that I'm too fat or don't wear that because you're muffin topping or put an extra pair of Spanx on. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, um, Can I just interrupt you? I love that muffin top just became a verb. <laughs> yes. Muffin topping is a verb. <laughs> so we all have our moments. We all have our days, right? Sure. I have them. Those days aren't every single day anymore. Mm, And that's what really has kind of helped me change in a better way, right? So that's the question is, (laughs) why were you hesitant? (laughs) I think for me, I'm not... Again, this kind of goes back to trust, but also like I kind of always looked at coaching as this like woo-woo thing, I love that. Oh, I don't need a coach. I don't need a work coach, a relationship coach. I don't need these coaches. (laughs) But I didn't know anything really about it. So why was I just like putting this judgment on something I knew nothing about or didn't understand? Or prior to that, try to understand. I was hesitant for that reason. I was hesitant for monetary reasons. I was hesitant because, again, I didn't know if it's going to work. Yeah. Big commitment to myself. and But that was the other important thing, right? Like, I commit to so much. My friends always, bless their heart, tell me that they're like, you're like the best friend. I was with two friends on Mother's Day, and they were like, we're celebrating you because you're our mom. You take care of us. If I need Advil, if I need a Band-Aid, if I need to call somebody, you're the person we all go to. You are a yummy mommy. (laughs) I'm a mommy to a group of 40-year-old women. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. That's amazing. So awesome. I commit to them. I commit to my job. I'm like such a workaholic. I commit to working out and doing that for myself. Like, why should I not commit to this portion of my health? Yeah. Um, Yeah. 
So that was a hesitation to a degree because I needed to learn to love myself in that way. Yeah. Yeah. It is such a big, scary step. Good freaking job, Lena, taking that step. I love it. Okay. So just tell me what it's like being done working with me. Like we're done. Like just for you guys, the listeners, I think it's really cool because I have had some clients on the podcast over the past month and they have been more recent clients, right? Whereas Lena and I worked together. So you guys are listening to this on May 18th, 2021 or the week of, or maybe later, but just to give you that frame of reference time-wise, this is, we're recording this in May, 2021, but we started working together and I think May, 2020, and then through November, December of 2020. And so we haven't worked together, although we've been in touch, we haven't worked together for six months. So we worked together for six months and then didn't work together for the last six months, which is what I want. I don't want, like, sometimes I feel like we think just if, especially if we have a big background in therapy that we always have to have this therapist or this coach for 20 years or whatever. I don't want my clients to have to hire me for five years. I want to teach them like on an in their bones level that they can do this, that they can have their own back. So I think it would be really helpful just to talk a little bit about, yeah, what we've talked about what it was like to work together, but what has it been like? And you know what? You actually posted the most beautiful, profound post on our Facebook. P.S. You guys, if you're not in our Facebook group, you have to be, it's called the Yummy Mummy Lose Weight for the Last Time Facebook group. So you have to be in that because Lena did just post a couple of weeks ago, like what it was like to go back to work and to catch yourself in the mirror. So I'm really just curious about what it's been like for the six months we haven't worked together because I do talk about this as losing weight for the last time. I do talk about our work as being permanent. So what would you say about that in terms of the six months we haven't been together? You hit the nail on the head. The work is permanent. Mm. It doesn't stop. And as with everything in ourselves, right? If you're in therapy, you don't stop working on yourself. You are a better person when you're always working on you. So you're learning, especially under new circumstances. Like you have had a lot of changes over the last year. That's what I loved about that post that you had put in Facebook, right? You were like, I've kept this weight off. Like given the fact that my husband and I both lost our jobs, both moved states after living in Southern California for 15 years. And then I like caught myself in the mirror. (laughs) Say a little bit more about that. Yeah. So that was actually like, I like wanted to cry like tears of joy. (laughs) And that's why I wanted, that's why I posted that because it was, I, I would want to read that as someone going through it. I literally, before COVID, I worked from home for four years. So all I did was work in sweatpants or, you know, yoga pants. And then I was furloughed and laid off for a year. And uh, so there's work clothes in my closet that I hadn't touched for multiple reasons. Some of them just didn't fit and I refused to throw them away. And then the other ones were just like, I haven't gone to an office. So I don't, I'll just leave them here. And I literally went to the bathroom in, in the office and there's this giant floor to ceiling when, uh, mirror. And I was like washing my hands. I walked in and I like, you always walk in and like, look at yourself. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Got to go to the bathroom. And I like what? washed my hands. I was like drying my hands off. And I literally did a double take of myself. And I was like, I haven't worn these pants 
in forever. These were ones that didn't fit that were in the back, just wanting to hold on to them. And I just did a double take of myself like, whoa, hooray me. So yeah, I just had to share that with not just you, but with everyone in the group, because it's really important for people to understand that it'll happen. Yeah. So what would you have thought, do you think, like a year ago or two years ago, if you caught yourself in the mirror and you didn't weigh what you wanted to weigh, like you were still struggling, right? Like your thought was, whoa, hooray me. Oh my God. What do you think the thought would have been previously? Oh my God. How did you let yourself get to, get to this? Yeah. 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 Everyone can relate to that. So tell me like some of the biggest learnings that you've had over the past year in doing the work that we did together. And then in you doing this work on your own, what are some of your best, biggest learnings from this work? So the one thing that I've always known intellectually, but never wanted to admit to was that every person is different. Mm. It sounds so trivial and we all know this, right? Everyone's different, but I would compare myself to everyone. Mm. It didn't matter how old they were versus me. It didn't matter what their jobs were. It didn't matter if they had kids or not. I would look at every single woman on the street in a building and be like, oh, she needs to eat a cheeseburger. She's too skinny. Ooh, that woman looks like me. I feel okay being around this person or, oh, I'm really jealous that she popped out three kids and has a six pack and she's amazing. Like the comparisons were detrimental to my own mental health because I was never good enough. There was no perfect. And I knew it intellectually that everyone is so different. Yeah. It wasn't until the past few months where I'm accepting of it that, you know what? You're five foot. I'm five, five. She has a super fast metabolism or what? It doesn't even fucking matter what reason is. It's just that we're different. And that comparison that I was doing was really terrible. And I'm super glad that I don't do it anymore because it's... How did you get over that? Like how... Do you not do that anymore? I don't know if there was one thing. I no, think. of course not, right? It's like another thing that's like totally a practice. Right. But um, do you know some of the thoughts that you think are really the any of the pivotal moments? And if you don't, it's totally fine. I'm just curious. Yeah, I just kind of accepted myself. Mm. Yeah. It literally sounds ridiculous, but I kind of feel like one day I just woke up and I was like, I feel good. I look good. And this is me. And I'm doing the best I can for myself every single day. And that's all I can ask for. And sure, there's times that there's a cupcake and I want it. And there's times that there's a bag of gummy bears on the counter because my husband still buys them, even though they're the death of me. And I'm not going to torture him. He can eat the gummy bears. I think it just clicked one day of like, It's okay to be different. Yeah. I love that. It's so important. So tell me, okay, I think let's end with any advice that you think that people who are caught up in diet mentality or or yo-yoing or just struggling with food 
and their bodies. Any advice that you have for them? Besides trust you (laughs) and what you're doing, trust yourself, believe in yourself. I know that sounds so cliche and silly, but that is the difference. It's literally the people that put the nail in the coffin with Mm -hmm. this. This honestly, single-handedly, if I had to pick one thing, I think you're hundred percent right. It's believing in yourself. Like the people that believe they can do it, do it. The people that believe they can't do it, then can't do it. And you really do get to believe whatever you want. doesn't mean it's easy to believe what you want to believe, but it's true with the belief in yourself. The other piece of advice I would say is to, if you need reinforcements, get reinforcements, right? Like we had, you and I had talked a lot about like affirmations and I had put stuff on my bathroom mirror that I, we moved to a new state in a new house. And I put the post-it notes back on the mirror. <laughs> Whether Robert likes it or not. <laughs> likes it or not. He has to read that he needs to love every handful of himself every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's one of them. But again, kind of thought this whole like woo-woo, like, oh, that's so silly affirmations. It's so silly. And I'm like... I read that every single morning when I'm brushing my teeth and it just is a nice. Wait, hold on. What do you read every single morning? Let's be super clear about it. You kind of alluded to it with Robert repeating it to himself, but tell us what (laughs) your affirmations. I I remember them, but I want you to tell everybody. One of them is love every handful of yourself. Mm, So good. And that came from us talking, like losing weight. And then I was like, yeah, but I still have this gut. And they're like, so does everybody. We all have handfuls of stuff and we're just supposed to love them. And I'm like, okay. The other one is that you are exactly where you need to be right now. Mm-hmm. And that had a lot. That was really helpful with us getting new jobs in a new state and moving. And then the other was a kind of story that you had me write about my wish for the future. Like, where would I see myself in five years? And it's just a little paragraph, a couple of sentences. And I have that up and I read all three of those every single day. Oh, and, they- and why is that impactful for you going into your day? How does it make you feel? Oh, it just gets you started on the right foot, right? Yeah. Like, you're telling yourself you have great qualities and that you love yourself. And there are these wonderful things about you that don't take them for granted. So if someone else isn't going to tell you, then tell yourself. Totally. I think that's so important because I think so many people that are listening are on default in terms of how they set up their day and it's not serving them right there. And you can probably identify with this they're getting up, they're getting dressed, they're picking out one of three things that they can wear. They're looking in the mirror. They're like, oh, they have no energy because maybe they had one too many gummy bears the night before or whatever the thing is. I just talked about this on last week's episode about setting the tone for your day and how that's so important. So I love that you're still doing that even after moving to the next state over. I think that's so cool that you still have those affirmations posted. And a lot of people do think they're a little bit woo. As long as you partially believe the affirmations that you're saying to yourself, you don't have to wholeheartedly, all of you doesn't have to believe in them. But if you believe 
at least partially in what you're writing and you're reciting to yourself, then it will work over time. Yep. Yeah. 100%. And, oh, I think that that is so important to remind all of us. I love it. I love all of those affirmations. All right, Lena, anything else you feel like you I have was, to tell everybody? Yeah, I'll share that my, one of my wishes when I first met you was I want to wear a bikini on my 40th birthday. And I went out and I bought myself a new bikini. This is like the most important. I can't believe we're, I can't believe we're just like talking about all this deep stuff and we're not talking about the bikini, which by the way is deep. Also related to my podcast episode last week, freaking amazing. You're going to have to take a picture and I'm going to put that on the podcast art. <laughs> I'm not quite at that hundred percent confident level just yet. <laughs> oh my God. That's so amazing. Okay. So you bought a new bikini. I bought, I went out and I said to myself, I need two new bathing suits. I got one, one piece that I wore the other day with my friends and they could not stop complimenting me. And then I got a bikini that I wore with my husband the day before that. And he was like, that looks really great on you. And I was like, shut up. You have to say that you're my husband. And he's like, no, really? That looks great on you. Oh, that's so cute. What were your friends saying? They were just like, one of them I hadn't seen in almost two years. So she was just like, oh my God, you look amazing. This is great. That suit is so flattering on you. Like you just look so great. And the other thing too, I have to say, I used to sit in a bikini or in a bathing suit and suck my stomach in all the time. And I didn't do that either day this weekend. It's so consuming, right? If we're constantly worried about what we look like, how do I take the cover up off, but get in the pool? How do I get it, make it so, should I get a spray tan? It's just so nice to be comfortable in a bathing suit, especially coming into summer. I know so many clients and this was how I was like, I just want to want to go to the pool. I want to want to go to the beach without there being like this subtle dread of, oh God, but then I'm going to have to be in a bathing suit. And what are they going to think? Which is really, what am I going to have to think about myself? You know? So like, I'm also learning, right? Like I'm never going to see any of these people again. And the people I am going to see again are my friends and my family and they don't care. Yeah. And they love me anyways. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. Oh, that is so fun. That is a huge celebration. Well, happy 40th birthday. What a gift you've given yourself. I love it. Thank so you for your guidance. And and yeah, if you're not Laura's client anymore, or like just keep listening and following because even though you might, I'm not engaging as much as I used to. Well, I also have a job now, so that's different. I'm not engaging as much as I used to, but I'm still reading and following because those little daily or once a week kind of tidbits push me along at least. Yeah. So. I think it's so important to have the reminders because like we're saying, it's totally a practice. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, good job giving you this gift for your 40th birthday and having the foresight to do it a year ahead of time. It's so, so awesome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. You guys can ask Lena anything you want to ask her on our Facebook group. Come and ask to join the Yummy Mummy Facebook group. That is 
your task for this week, your takeaway. And I will see you guys next week. Thanks again, Lena. Bye. Bye. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening, you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level and yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Laura Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. I will see you there.